This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 2, What to Do with a Sailor. You go down this ornate hallway, you turn the corner, and in front of you is this large wall relief carved into what seems to be the wall. Uh, extends the full length of uh, from floor to ceiling, and it's of a very strong, striking figure holding up its hands. In between its hands, uh, floating in midair, there's a sphere, which looks like it's made out of many parts. Uh, it seems like beams or rays are coming out of it, and further up, closer to the ceiling, there's some kind of structure floating. Um, the scene around him is mountainous. It looks, it looks like a very monumental piece of art that someone made, and it's just a little weird to have it, uh, hanging out here in the sewers. With my history role, do I know anything about this? Uh, you have heard uh, stories of people going around the kingdoms collecting pieces of power to call something out. So it, it's kind of like, uh, from what you've heard, a scavenger hunt. And whoever claims all the pieces gets a powerful gift. Tabby says, Cobalt, to see if anything happens. And um, yep, I also want to climb the wall towards the top of the sphere. All right. And uh, your mind's eye punches through this uh, wall relief into the room. And then you uh, snap with... back. <clears throat> uh, with my investigation... Do I know all this, and do I possibly see a way around it? Um, it? You see all this. You also notice uh, that lightly carved into the rays is a language. Do you speak Infernal? Uh, actually, I believe I do. I'm uh, looking real quick. Okay. Uh, while he does that, I'm going to turn to the pirate and say, Is this the door? The singing one? Yeah, it's it's the door. You have to sing at. Actually, I do not. Ah. Uh, I think there's one person who speaks Infernal. Taz, isn't this what they wanted you to sing? Why yeah, don't it you is. Go ahead and, um, you know, give it a, tr give it a try. I, I walk up to it. Mm -hmm. Um... Before I start singing, I didn't roll very well on my investigation, but now that I'm closer, can I see the language? Uh, yeah, to you, the language just kind of pops right out. That's probably the only thing you notice here. And yeah. um, and at the very bottom of this person's feet, lightly written, it says, sing the words of power. And you notice there's just words springing out of the rays uh, from the... Uh, sphere that looks like it's made of many pieces. Uh, 
What does it say? It, it says power, right? So sing the word sing of the power. Sing the word of power? Yeah. It's it's many different words of power. And um, it just it's it's a jumble of words and it doesn't quite make sense. Um I guess I just start start at the top and work my way around and read them all aloud. Yep. Uh give me give me a performance check. Perhaps you should be singing and uh and saying words. I remember us singing in this. I heard singing too, but and and the cook says, "Yeah, uh, apparently the uh, the songs in the picture." What the picture? Uh, the stone picture. I assume it's these words. The stone is in a statue, not a picture. Um, Roscoe. Uh, He's with... not that bright, so I don't know if he knows the difference. I, I actually forgot to tell Roscoe this with his 24. He also, um, next to the strange language, there's also strange markings that are lightly uh, next to each word. Um, um, I'll point that out to Taz. Um, there are some markings here, too. It might let you know how you're supposed to go about singing to get the wall to disappear. Yeah. Is it, like, key or note or something oh is yeah it, they're, is they're the, music notes hold on is it another language they're, they're music notes i pull out my lyre and i go around uh singing the words and the note indicated next to them i guess so how how do you sound when you're singing uh infernal it's kind of a strange juxtaposition because Taz has a nice voice, but Infernal is, in its nature, kind of a guttural language. So it's it's kind of a peculiar sound, but not entirely unpleasant. And Stu covers his ears while she's singing. He says, oh my, the, the only civilized language is draconic. Oh. He kind of turns away. I say I agree in Draconic to Stu. Uh, Taz gives uh, them a filthy look. It sounds okay to me. It sounds like cat tabaxis playing outside in love. <laughs> Kazu, um, oh, go ahead. All right, Tabby wants to climb the side of the wall so she can get a better um, spot on the sphere above. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm working on. Uh, yeah, uh, you get climb up you get a bit better view of the sphere it seems like each note she plays that what seemed to be a stone sphere seems to rotate strangely and each and every uh note and word that she performs it lights up and you hear kind of a stone like everybody hears uh stone sliding across stone it's, it's working. Keep going. It's working. Uh, Krakatur, you rolled a history check? I was trying to see if I would know Infernal. <laughs> uh, you've heard it probably many, many times before. Um, and you probably can say some some words, some phrases. You're like a tourist in a different country type of way. You know, you probably know, you know, if you're in a uh, Infernal plane, you know to 
you know how to ask to where to go to the bathroom and you know if you can have another beer stuff like that okay okay but conversationally uh, word? oh um you probably w- recognize like phrases like give me and i want Be careful, lest ye summon the bad spirits. So, they're the words of power. What are the words of power? Tell you the truth, I haven't really thought of the words of power. (laughs) Alright, that's fine then. But, uh, as soon as you finish, um, the door slowly slides open. And an intense light for the area you're, you're in just starts shining. Oh. She puts up a hand and takes a step back and says, Cool. Somebody else can go first. I will go first. Does that sphere, like, split in two and move apart? Does it drop? or? Uh, it just moves along with the uh, rest of the... Statue? Yeah, relief. Statue yeah. Door? Okay. Alright, I follow you. I go in after. I'll follow Ray. Roscoe's gonna hang back at the door. Where's the cap? Where's the pirate in all of this? Is he in front of Ray still? Uh, or did yeah, you get... I've, I've got the hold on him. Okay, yeah, okay. so he's going in too. Okie doke, I'll go in behind whoever then. I'll follow Taz then. Stu is gonna, like, step one step into the door and but stay as far back as he can without actually being in the hallway cool um so you all kind of shuffle your way into there and you notice that the walls are covered in tapestries uh in the middle of this room there's an ornate um not a pillar pedestal and on top of it is one of what looks very similar to the piece that you gained from Tux, but slightly different. Uh, there are several different chests just lighting the room. Um, and yeah, chests, tapestries, the pedestal, the-, the piece. Do the tapestries have anything on them? Are they just decorative? Are they? Do they have portraits on them or anything? I was about to get into that. Oh. Uh, so, it it's the same figure that was on the door. A very striking, strong person. Um, and it looks like he's going to many different locations and picking up these puzzle pieces. There's even one that looks like he's killing another man for a puzzle piece. And at the uh, opposite end of the wall, it finishes the story with um, the man lifting this sphere-like object finally, the heavens opening up, and a structure flying down to the ground, and him entering it. So, two questions. Is Mm -hmm. he human? Yes. He's human. Do I recognize this story? Um... Just say no. Does the man look like he 
is a fighter? Does he look like he's enthralled by this? Does he look like he's weak and he's making his way because he's malnourished? Or does he look like a champion of sorts? What is what does he look like? What is his expression throughout this entire thing when he's uh did you say he was killing another man to take the peace? Was he smiling like this is the best thing in the whole world, or was he really upset? So the man uh, looks at the like at the very start of the story with past tapestries, uh, kind of your regular run-of-the-mill adventurer. He has like just a normal axe and kind of plain clothing. And as the story progresses, he looks like he's more armored and better equipped. Uh, when he's uh, killing the other man for another piece, uh, he doesn't have a like joyful look or anything. It he more has a look of I have to do this, and you're in my way. Is he wearing anything that is identifiable in every single one of these tapestries? identifiable as in like like purse? if he was wearing like a, a amulet and then he gets a ring or the stone that um tabby has in her hand or the one that's sitting on top of the pedestal um, he seemed to be collecting those oh uh, yes he seems to be collecting the uh pieces that you have in your hand the one on the pedestal the one on the pedestal is the one that he seems to be starting out with at the very beginning of the story and the one that tabby has um, it seems to be one of the ones he got later, and it doesn't exactly have a dramatic story behind it. The places that he are, he's visiting, does anybody recognize, or can we do a history, I suppose, check to see if anybody can recall any of those places that they've been to? Yeah, I was going to ask that if there's any, if I would recognize any of the landscapes. Oh, uh, yeah. I, also, oh. In, in the composition of these tapestries, does it seem to suggest that he's the good guy? Is there any indication? It would indicate that he's the better person. If that makes sense. Yeah. He would definitely be the protagonist, but if he was definitely the, like, stereotypical good guy, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I'm going to take While these... standing oh. in the doorway, Roscoe's going to just take in the entire scene, and he's going to be scanning his memory for the, the books he's read and the studies he did at the the, the magic school and uh, maybe stories his uncle had told him. Um, is anything coming to mind when he sees all this? Um, at 17. Yeah, I, once you guys start searching your mind, um, Roscoe... Uh, in the wizard school, uh, in some studies, you know that there are many different kind of gods, not just the ones that you have today, but ones that are older than that. So one of the older gods that saw the first lights ever to be created was Telsadar. And when the main goddesses that we know of today were created they found him threatening and you're kind of like a little fuzzy on this on that part but um once taz starts remember, uh, like recognizing some of the details of this some of the areas that are all across sword fall um there's uh, some that some people would recognize from 
like the borders of Belka or um, what is now uh, Mundaur. Just some horrible places in the world. <laughs> Anything um, from near where I'm from, near Ozog? Uh, yes. I was going to ask: Is every uh, is everyone in the in the images? Are they all humans, or are they? Is the is the one main character interacting with other creatures of any type? Uh, the main character is. Um, it looks like he's allying himself with dwarves. He's, uh, you know, fighting along with elves. Uh, there's even a few halfling in there. Uh, you don't see anything like dragonborn or tieflings or tabaxi. It seems to be your kind of like stock races that everybody uses. Okay. Um, Tabby's attention is back towards the pedestal. She holds the the stone that she had in her hand before and says cobalt once again. See if anything happens or if it's triggered. Uh, your mind eye just kind of zooms in to that stone. Okay. Around the pedestal, is there any traps? Does it look like there's anything that is out of place or it just looks like it's on a pedestal? Give me an investigation. Can I help her out with this? Sure. You can make your own independent While she's looking, can you tell me if I recognize any specific places in Belka that I've been to? Um, you know for a fact that there was a forest fire that happened about a hundred years ago that took out this whole section of forest. But in these pictures, it is there, and it looks large and vivid and full of life. So these are some old tapestries. Well, human-wise, it's old. Okay, um, what Tabby does is she tries to guesstimate how much the stone weighs. Is this, does it weigh, like, about two copper coins? I'd, I'd say it's a little bit heftier than that. Probably about, like, four. Okay, so she's going to use her sleight of hand to pull an Indiana Jones. Sweet. All right, do it. All right, and I'm also going to declare that I'm going to use my inspiration. Awesome. There you go. 20. That's more than enough to... Actually, both those are perfect. Uh, so what does this look like? Like, Describe the intense scene that we're going to see here. So Tabby puts her, her clawed hand over the gemstone. Which color, what color is the gemstone? Um... I don't think we gave it a color last time. Let's give it a violet color, because violet's violet. cool. Okay. So she has her hand over the violet stone, and she has about the same weight of copper coins in her left hand, her left paw. Her, her tail is wagging in anticipation. Her ears are back, and she is really highly focused on what she's doing right now. And with that focus intent, she moves one one paw quickly grabs the stone and at the same time replaces it with the coins ever so gracefully gracefully gently and smoothly and quickly if somebody was watching it it would almost look like magic because it was done just so smoothly just 
it is there and then it's not there. It's coins are in its place. And Tabby um, tumbles backwards just in case. And so. as your hand gets on it, a word suddenly pops into your head. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else is everyone? Um, what is everyone else doing? How big are the tapestries on the wall? Um, they're. I'm gonna say they're in like four foot long sections. They look uh, valuable, or at least of historic um, significance. Oh yeah, and um, uh, they probably even have like gold threads in the details and stuff like that. Everything in here is pretty lush. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we should take these tapestries down and roll them up and take them with us, too. Also, there are chests that we should check out. Yeah, I want to go look at the chests. Uh, I go up and I start admiring the tapestries. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to turn around... It accidentally gets caught on either my arm or my foot, and I accidentally pull a tapestry down. You are covered by a tapestry now. Ah. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.